Hi, I'm Bill Arnold. Thank you for listening to this podcast. There are many more podcasts available at MyFaithRadio.com. Your support makes this possible. Thank you. And a warm welcome to the afternoon show. I'm Bill Arnold, and I've got a question for you. What if we decided that better, clear communication is kindness? What if we just called that kindness? That is the topic of today's discussion with Dr. Marcus Bachman joining me again, uh, fresh from his trip in Europe, and we're looking forward to having a discussion today about clear communication. Because when clear communication exists... When the message received is the same as the message which the sender intended to send. That's a novel thought. Marcus is the uh, president and founder of CounselingCare.us, and always glad to have him on. Marcus, what do you think of uh, my statement about clear communication? I think kindness is a fantastic idea. We need that in our society. We need to sharpen our skills with communication. And I think you're, um, we're talking about something that's very important today. It is aligned with us as believers and how we communicate to others, whether it's the gospel message or whether it's who are we and what do we need. There are so many people that are hesitant holding back on being a clear communicator. So it's, a, as I call it, it's a muscle we need to develop. Okay, that was my next question. My next question is, is clear communication a skill? Absolutely. Okay. So Absolutely. It's a, it's a muscle that, and we've got to train this thing for it to work well. That's right. And and there are ways to do that. And we need to be responsible about becoming uh, better communicators, whether that's in relationship with one another uh, in a marriage, whether that's as an adult with our children or with our colleagues at work. There's so much that uh, this plays a part in becoming, as I call it, successful in life. But even more important, that we become clear communicators of the goodness of God's message to each other. Amen to that. So, Marcus, if I'm looking at the skills that I need to work on, would the skills include uh, empathy and understanding? Oh, well, I think uh, being a sincere person of of God's faith and understanding that the other person has such value, their their story is important. So, with two ears, it is important for me to understand, for me to uh, listen, uh, because you see, they they have value and their story has value. So in being able to communicate, uh, we need to understand that person. If we don't understand that person, uh, we could just be uh, a sounding uh, machine that has no value. We're not being understood because we don't understand them. And so we need to have the ability to have this be a two-way street. But we take the initiative in understanding them first, hearing their story, being able to be empathetic, understanding of who they are because they have value. Mm-hmm. 
So I do want to talk about the why part of why we don't communicate clearly. Uh And And I want to cut people some slack and including myself at times, because if you said to me, Hey Bill, what time do you want to, uh, eat tonight? And my response is, well, I had kind of a late lunch. I'm not super hungry. And all of a sudden, I'd never really give you an answer. That's, That's not very kind. <laughs> and, yeah. I don't know if I want to give you slack today, Bill. We'll see about that. But, <laughs> but, but as a counselor, Marcus, would you say, well, what Bill's doing is he's processing out loud? Well, you know, there's a lot of reasons why people have difficulty being direct, uh, telling people, the other person, what they need. Okay. Uh, you know, it's it's very well possible that they don't have enough self-confidence. Uh, they defer too much. They think that's the Christian thing to do, of course, because uh, the other person has so much value. So, but but uh, the person can really start thinking the other has much more value than they have value. Well, we've got something upside down there. We really need to understand that we both have value, equal value. We may defer, but let's be clear. It doesn't help when you have four people and they're talking about where can we go out for dinner and everybody says, I don't know. I, I, you know, they, they don't give it. We have to make a decision here. Okay. Yeah. And it's okay to say, I don't like whatever kind of food that doesn't work for me please <laughs> please because yeah. if we end up going to a chinese restaurant and i can't stand chinese uh, better we better not go there you know yeah. we're not we're not doing anyone a favor especially when they're just uh having to go to the restroom and throw up all the time because it, you know <laughs> it did it didn't work it didn't mm-hmm. work or 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 you know i mean those are the simple kind of questions there are so many more deeper questions that uh people hold off they they First of all, they don't know themselves enough. They really, Bill, when it comes down to it, they may not have um, an answer because they don't know. They really don't know who are they, what do they feel, what do they really want. And so they they hold back in even being able to answer uh, a direct question like that. Or or they're trained. They've been brought up in childhood. Your opinion doesn't count. Uh, You are not uh, to be heard. You're to be quiet. And uh, people like that uh, have a very difficult time believing that their opinions matter, that their feelings matter. Mm -hmm. And so they very much hold back and are hesitant. Or they're in an abusive relationship. I mean, we could go all over the place with why people hold back and don't answer directly. And then, of course, we get into this... um, I, I know the uh, Faith Radio is in all over the country, but here in Minnesota, it's called Minnesota Nice, and uh, which I think has about 35% Scandinavians, mm-hmm. which <laughs> Scandinavians defer. They are, they're, they're, you know, we're trained uh, to make sure <laughs> the trained. other person has uh, first and foremost. And the last thing you do, the last thing you do, Bill, is eat the last cookie on the plate. Mm-hmm. You, you're you not supposed to do that because that's, that's, that's being uh, the nice size. Listen, <laughs> for me, I look at that last cookie and say, it's mine. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay. So- don't we, get off what, the subject about no, no, Minnesota the nice there. Yeah. Dr. Marcus Bachman is my guest. We're talking about clear communication today. And one of the other things that I 
believe people do, including myself, is talk about what I don't want to have yeah. happen versus what I would like to have happen. Yeah. For example, if you said, uh, what should we do for vacation this summer? And the response might be, well, I don't want to drive too far. I don't want to stay in a musty cabin. <laughs> and you start talking about all the things you don't want to do. Does that seem like a backwards approach to answering the question? Oh, it's very backwards, <laughs> and it's not clear, and it's not kind. Well, it's not clear. It, it, it isn't helpful. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, to some degree, I don't want, I don't want, I want to give some grace here in that process. You know, because let's face it, I'm a counselor, and so I will um, be patient with anyone's process and but by the time we've had um, a few sessions uh, I'll start asking more direct questions and I'll even tell the person you know you're not answering my question and and they they may because I'm paid to do this as a counselor they may start thinking I I did answer that question did I and it's, it's 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 awareness it's an understanding for them they don't always know they're not really answering the question. They think they are because I don't like this. Right. That that, that is a, um, you know, it's it's actually a um, uh, pattern that people develop, and they have a rut uh, developed in that pattern, and so they go back to that. And uh, again, I think they're very hesitant to say, "This is who I am." which really has to do with an identity issue, uh, and this is what I want, and it doesn't mean that I'm going to get it, but you're asking me a question, and I really, out of kindness, out of clarity, out of trying to make a decision, which is a helpful thing to do, I will answer the question directly. Mm -hmm. So if I were to say to you, um, Marcus, what time do you want to meet? And you say to me, <laughs> well, I don't like to drive in busy traffic. And all of a sudden I'm going, just give me a time. <laughs> You're making me crazy. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know, Bill, four o'clock. That's when I want Thank to meet you. with you. So well, that's when you're on the air with me. So I appreciate <laughs> oh, that's right. you being that's on right. time. I'm glad I didn't choose <laughs> five o'clock because I think you have somebody else on the air. Uh, you know, it's 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 very true. You you uh, and and we lose patience with people in 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 many ways uh, when they don't answer clearly. I think there is uh, there's so much today where communication is not practice like it was years ago. People are texting. That's a, a, a shortcut to not being able to have and see the facial expressions, to understand clear communication. And it is a disruptive way of communicating. And the world is filled. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always surprised when you're in a a vehicle and people are in the vehicle texting each other, asking <laughs> questions or answering, you know, indirectly or whatever they, way they're doing it. I, you're not talking. You're not mm-hmm. understanding each other. You're avoiding having uh, quality time, quality relationship building. There is nothing to be better than I'm real. I'm authentic, even if it's a hard subject, Bill. And that's where 
you know, many people avoid conflict. It's just, I don't want it. They think they're saving themselves from a hard time, a difficult conversation. And I, I won't minimize when it comes to hard conversations and and we're not direct. We do, we do avoid because it is hard to have those kind of conversations. But I will say not only as a Christian counselor, but as a believer that avoidance only creates and makes the situation of relationship very hard, much more difficult. We're covering up. We're not dealing with authentic, real issues that we need to deal with in our relationship. And it's it's it has to be okay to tell the truth. It has to be uh, all right to be honest about something that's delicate and something that's hard to talk about. And Typically, not always, but typically, maybe maybe not after the first conversation, but after some time, if we continue to be honest, direct, even when it comes to hard conversations, we will sense there's a breakthrough or there's a resolve, or at least we've come to an understanding that you have this opinion and I have another opinion, and and we need to be honest about that. We need to be at peace with each other rather than avoidance and a building up, grudge holding, bitterness, the whole sense of all of a sudden we can't take it anymore and it spills out. Mm -hmm. That's really not kind. That's not good communication. That's hurtful. And it can be very damaging and we don't have a resolve that way. Mm -hmm. We're talking to Dr. Marcus Bachman today about clear communication and how clear communication is kindness. If you have a question for Marcus, text it over, 877-933-2484. Again, 877-933-2484. Marcus is the president and founder of CounselingCare.us. That's CounselingCare.us. You can learn about him and his amazing team there. We'll take a short break and be right back. Hi, this is Bill Arnold, host of the Afternoon Show, and I have to say pastor appreciation is one of the easier things to do. I made out a list of 721 things I wanted to say thank you uh, to you for, but because I'm, I guess, apparently limited to like 40 seconds, I'm not going to be able to get them all in. But that doesn't mean I don't uh, appreciate you and the hard work you do. I know there. It's not a cakewalk. I know there's discouragement at times and, and loneliness, and there are times when you probably get discouraged. But I just want you to know that we love you and care about you, and we want to encourage you in every way possible. Thank you for what you do, and God bless you in all of your efforts. My guest today is Dr. Marcus Bachman. We're talking about clear communication. That's very helpful in today's world, in personal relationships, in business, and about everything else we do. Marcus, I'm guessing I'm doing myself a favor by delivering a clear message because that way there's no room for misunderstanding or alteration of my message, which should <laughs> technically decrease the potential for conflict. Uh, first of all, nothing is guaranteed. <laughs> I mean, I, I can be a good communicator. You can be a good communicator. It, it takes two 
have an openness and a willingness to hear and understand. And we, listen, obviously, we're talking about the value of good communication, the value of being direct, and and how important it is. But I want to put a a caution. If the other person is, uh, you know, uh, not really willing to listen or they have a bias about mm-hmm. the situation that they're talking about, they they won't necessarily hear it. But if uh, we have two people that are, and I, and I think that's where the walls come down. That's where you're really sharing, you know, um, listen, I, I need to hear your story first. I want to be knowing that you're trusting me. And as a relationship is built, um, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see the walls come down and then a direct way of communicating happens. So we have much more of a guarantee that people will be successful in what they want and, and how it's said and how it's received and how we come to resolve. So, yes, yes, I'm, I, I maybe put the overcautiousness to respond when you, when you said your statement, Bill. Okay, so let me throw out another scenario. You say to me, where would you like to go vacation this summer? And I say, I want to go backpacking in Montana. Mm-hmm. I want to go, go to Switzerland, but okay, let's let's keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> and you just heard something you don't want to hear. Yes. Um, and But I, I don't know, I just said exactly what I wanted to do. <laughs> and and that's that's not... What, what anyone wanted to hear. So then what? <laughs> well, I think, uh, you know, this 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 uh, sense of active listening. Uh, yes, so I hear you want to, you know, go backpacking. I hear you want to go, uh, you know, where, where uh, you want. And, and, and that's, that sounds exciting. That, that, <laughs> that sounds like you would love to have that. But, you know, I'm kind of allergic to grass and uh, bugs and uh, anything that would sting. I, I actually have to be hospitalized. So, you know, I... I can appreciate, Bill. That mm-hmm. would be that would be uh, your desire. So, um, you know, for me, I think I'd have to come uh, uh, consider an alternative to that. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, what are your thoughts about uh, maybe coming in a direction that would be uh, work out for both of us? Um, you know, that's a conversation that mm-hmm. yes, I. I don't want to do that. And and you can say it in a way uh, without you – know, this isn't about getting loud. This isn't about demeaning the other person to, to disagree. It's simply being honest um, mm-hmm. that 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 kind of vacation would not be a vacation for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can appreciate that it's a vacation for you, though. And I and I can appreciate that you would really enjoy that. But uh, if we're going to do this together, I think uh, – you know, I'd like us to talk about what our alternatives. I mean, is that not reasonable? Um, uh, you can even ask: is is that a reasonable request? I mean, unless the person is uh, so demanding and so controlling and so uh, not wanting to listen to what your needs are, then I'm thinking you really don't want to go on a vacation with this person, do you? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so so clear communication as a response uh, is, is so important. And people are afraid often 
people are just so hesitant. Uh, I understand it when it comes to a work environment. There's a there's a, a differential there of you know there's a boss and uh, listen. I own uh, I own you know these two companies that counseling care and I I often Bill will forget that I'm the owner mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, people look at me often and they, they recognize he's the owner, he's the boss, I better be careful. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm surprised that th- there's, there's a, a hesitation. I, 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 but, I, but what I do is I work at um, visiting with people. I just came back from a trip and yesterday I spent, you know, most of the day not even touching paperwork or, or actually seeing clients. I just went around um, when anyone was available and I asked, how are you? You know, what's, oh, nice. what's been happening for the last couple? Th- that way we're, we're at the same level. Mm-hmm. We're at the same, because we're, we're, we are equal. And um, although, you know, I mean, I do have a right to fight, hire and fire, but that would be under a different kind of a, a chapter. But to be able to communicate and for someone to say, you know, I think we need, need to really consider um, this change in the company, that's what I want. Okay. I want smart, open ideas to be shared. I want success uh, so that we're... Um, and really, uh, a company that listens to bright ideas, and I think so many of those ideas come from an inspired Holy Spirit uh, that Man. can make our company good. So, yeah, communication needs to be understood in all realms, whether it's employment and personal relationships and roommates and parent to child, and it's it's such a, an important factor. And I think that. Um, we need to understand ourselves. Why? Why would we not be direct communicators? Mm-hmm. What's holding us back? What's causing us not to be effective? And in that way, um, it really will uh, decrease the potential of what God has for us. Dr. Marcus Bachman is my guest, and he's the president and founder of CounselingCare.us. So, Marcus, I want to get into your counseling room just for a minute and get back to this example I gave that I made up where the guy says, I want to go backpacking in Montana. So now let's just say this couple is in your office. Would you have said, might have been a better approach to say, we're thinking about a vacation. How would you suggest we start the conversation? Because it sounds like uh, the guy said very clearly what he'd like to do. (laughs) <laughs> and it didn't go over well. So is there a better way of doing it? Yeah. I, I yeah, First of all, Bill, this is really good. You're a good communicator, obviously, because you, you, you brought that story back because you know what? We weren't finished with that story. No, we so. weren't. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> and, let, letting that one go. No, and it's good. See, that's direct communication, Bill. That's that's saying we need to talk about this. So, okay, so if you were, if they were in my counseling office, um, you know, uh, obviously this would be not a new thing to, for instance, 
for for the wife. And uh, I would have to turn to her and I said, well, tell me what you're feeling. Tell me what you're thinking. What are your opinions? What would you desire? And uh, how did you feel about, you know, your husband sharing so directly about what he wanted, which, you know, again, that's that's pretty strong, pretty clear. Yeah, uh, but that's not very thoughtful. Okay. of the other person. So I would just, you know, have to ask, um, you know, one way of bringing up a subject, especially an important subject, which where are we going to vacation, is to bring both people in. And I would just say, you want to f- find that out um, so that because it's not just this is not a solo vacation and may become a solo <laughs> vacation. But <laughs> but we want it. We want this to be uh uh, uh, work out for for both of you. So I would just start asking those kind of questions, and and you know you know it's 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 interesting in a safe place where um, the person knows I I I actually can be heard if I share what I want. Um, I I think Bill, that's such a um, kind approach toward uh, feeling safe. And feeling like your thoughts and your opinions and your story count, I think there's something about that in a spiritual realm that says you're valuable. You're important. You're an important person, and so where you want to go on vacation has real value too. Mm-hmm. It may be that you're, you know, you're pretty amiable and you'd you'd like to test out backpacking and all of that, but maybe it's not something that you really prefer and you need you're an important person so you your opinion counts let's talk about that and we go back and forth and back and forth until we get to a better place of well what's going to work here that's will be for for both of you and isn't that interesting if if one person who's dominant who is not willing to listen to the other person that's really uh, something that needs to be addressed um, because that 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 can work, um, uh, you know, unfortunately for people for years and years, and they start to leak out. They start to leak out with depression. They start to get anxious about the fact that their voice isn't heard. The other person dominates. Their opinion doesn't count. I mean that that really speaks loud about the value or not having a value in the relationship. So mm-hmm. uh, we need to be very mindful. And and I, I love as a counselor to start unpeeling that to find out uh, why would that be the case. All right. So Marcus, when you're in your office talking to people and they're struggling with communication, when do you see that the message that is sent is also the message that is received and that was in, intended to receive. I think when I come into the studio, uh-huh. my deep prayer is that what I intend to say is what's heard. Now, I can't control that, yeah. but I am accountable to God with every word that comes out of my mouth, and I'm very aware of that. And I'm, you know, I've got filters on my brain where that says, you know, unless you are certain you know what scripture says. Don't go and quote half a verse um, or something that if you put yourself in a position where you can't explain it, that's why I bring on so many smart guests on my show. But um, I, I just I have such high regard for Scripture, and I don't want to mishandle it. 
Yeah, well, that's the, the beauty of what you're talking about is your openness to the Holy Spirit, your openness. God, uh, I know that every time you come on the air, you pray and ask God, uh, reveal to to me what message I've prepared a message. I've uh, you know I've, I've gone over some material, but Holy Spirit, um, bring questions, bring thoughts. Um, bring the scriptures that I can say out loud so that uh, the, the, the audience will receive something about whether it's on this topic about having direct conversations and how valuable that really is to say you're a value. Um, it, is, it is a message that I really believe that the Holy Spirit um, does a marvelous job. It's like when we um, pursue bringing the gospel to someone. I I often will think I, I I think I goof that up. I don't know that I said that exactly right. And then I have to remember. Wait a minute. If I've prayed and if I've asked God for the message that this person needs to hear, there will be something that has been uh, communicated. Because of the sincerity, the authentic approach that I've had in building a relationship with this person, in communicating the gospel, as I know, which is not complicated, a Savior that you have a need of, that he forgives us of our sins, and that we have an eternal home in heaven, and God has promised that as we receive him as our Savior, Uh, it is a beautiful thing to see how God um, blesses the communication that we have as we try our best to directly communicate that. I I think there's a um, wonderful thing that happens in this program that you have, Bill, that Mm. your heart is open, you desire to to speak truth, and you speak it in a way that people will then receive it. It's a marvelous thing that the Holy Spirit does. Oh, thank you. Dr. Marcus Bachman is my guest. What if we decided that better, clearer communication is kindness? So let me know what you think about that, or if you have a question or comment for Dr. Bachman, let me know, 877-933-2484. One more time, 877-933-2484. We'll be right back. Spending time with Dr. Marcus Bachman, my friend. So I'm so glad we're talking about clear communication. He's a counselor at counselingcare.us. And we decided that uh, better, clearer communication is kindness. Have you decided, Bill, where you're going on vacation yet? Well, no, the backpacking thing is completely out of the picture (laughs) because I wouldn't do that in a thousand years. (laughs) Oh, you're a wise man. I was just using something ridiculous as an example. (laughs) Okay, make-believe, got it. But Marcus, if I'm going to be clear, is it best if I use I statements? (laughs) Uh, Well, you mean like I want, I need? No, 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 no. I, no, not not I want, but 
I, I would like to go backpacking in Montana. No, oh, well, sure. That's a, that's a, that's that's a nice way of saying it, isn't it? I mean, that just telling someone else that that's what they what 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 you'd like. But I think we need to be really prefacing all of this with um, let's have conversations about what we both want. And I'm as inter and and that can be as clear as this. I want us both to be able to share and understand each other. I want you to be heard, and I want to be heard. I like that even better. So so in that way, we're really kind of starting off our premise here with um, we both have value. You don't have more value than I do, but I don't, and I don't have more value than you. So uh, I, I respect you, and, and I appreciate your respecting me. So you can even go on that premise with uh, kind of a, a foundational uh, if I can call it a principal point here of conversation, you can be very simple about it, very, very, very thoughtful about how to present um, that that both of our opinions count. So if 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 you've done that and that's been communicated, and uh, whether you let that person go first or you just say, you know, I have some thoughts about um, a great place um, to go see fall colors, mm-hmm. um, and um, here's here's some here's some ideas, here's some thoughts, and how we get there and where we stay and all that is is another question. But boy, this is the time of year that it's it's God's creation. This is a beautiful time to start talking about where where can we see the fall colors. Sure. So David texted in and said that Jesus was the example of good conversations by asking excellent questions. I want to be more like that. I love that. Yes, he did. I mean, there were times where he was very clear of, you know, when he went to the temple. I mean, he certainly didn't ask questions there and, you know, wanted to uh, very strongly uh, say that how inappropriate, how sinful this was. But he did ask questions in so many other. I love, honestly, let us follow the principles of Jesus and the way he communicated. And he communicated in a way that um, not only people were drawn in because they knew that he cared for their soul. And if we communicate that we care about the other person, that we're interested in the other person. Um, question asking is a, it's a marvelous um, principle a point here. Um, and I, I, I do think, Bill, that we, we need to consider when we have a conversation and we're talking about being honest and direct, um, that we we need to know before the conversation's over, what what point do I want to to make? Um, I want to make sure that I've I've been an active listener. That you know, um, I know this is important to you, but I also want to share what is important to me. Um, so I think there's there's um, uh, the question that we need to ask ourselves. Um, What's the heart of the matter from my perspective? What I'm hearing from you, the heart of the matter is this for you. Um, and but I but I also want to know uh, that you're understanding what the heart of the matter is from my perspective. So when we have uh, a takeaway uh, about conversation, um, when it's all said and done, uh, I think it's 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 really important that we 
communicate the point, the direct point that we want the other person to hear. Mm-hmm. So if you try to look at the, an issue from the other person's perspective, you might wonder why they acted or spoke the way they did. Um, was it out of character? Was it something they've said before? Is there something else going on in their life that might have prompted this response? Or is there something in the past that is in that hurt, confused, anger category hmm. that is just brewing to come out? Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we could really almost ruin the conversation by <laughs> by saying you know you're really ticked off aren't you what, uh-huh. uh, what what what's with that you know why why are you so angry here um and 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 yet what we really want to say is you have a lot of emotion there you have a lot of um it sounds like you've got you've got some hurt there um you know can you tell me more about that cuz um it's 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 obvious that it's coming through, um, and and I think you have. Um, I, I just want to hear more about um, what that means to you. So you know, uh, you know, I'm playing with some words there that because I don't know exactly what the conversation would be, but the the point being is, um, you know, people have some when you have conversations, it can really dig up. Um, and it may come out sideways. It might come out that you know they're 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 just not um, ready to um, respond in a way that is clear communication. But you take the upper hand and uh, you be patient and thoughtful and sensitive to that person. Wow, with your two ears, mm. uh, a lot can be accomplished. And it doesn't take always that much time, but just asking a few more questions. I say this over and over and over. The words, tell me more, is a powerful tool. Because um, tell me more says, I'm interested. I want to hear. And when someone comes off with a sideways or a difficult emotion with it all, um, that doesn't that doesn't need to scare us. That just means that the person has it, you know, maybe bottled up for a long time. And uh, we could be a vehicle to, you don't have to be a trained therapist. We can be a vehicle for that person to be able to be uh, freeing up that which has been bottled up inside. And you know, the grace of God is that the other person being uh, a caring listener that does healing in the process of that communication. It's a magnificent thing that happens to be the listener and the one that un- tries to understand and the one that's compassionate in the process of that other person having some very difficult emotions. Mm-hmm. Does that Dr. make Marcus, sense, Bill? It does make sense. Uh, Marcus Bachman is my guest. And Marcus, if we're our goal is clear communication and we're sitting in your office and we said, well, it looks like we've agreed to disagree. Is that considered a clear communication outcome? Well, I want to make sure that we've understood each other. Uh, if if truly, uh, and that's why summarizing, you know, and I'm in my office, I will ask, um, you know, uh, the, one of the individuals there to say, what, what did you hear? What did you hear? And they 
can do their best in summarizing and ask the other person, is is that what you were trying to communicate? Do you feel like uh, you're being understood? And uh, we work on that a little bit, and then we say, "Well, what about what about you? What 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 did you hear?" Uh, and I, I think summarizing, and then coming to the place. Well, but the truth of the matter is, um, you know, I I I don't have a faith in God, and and you do, and mm-hmm. you want to go to church, and I don't, and you know, we're we're just having to come to an understanding that. Um, you know uh, that's important to you, and this is important to me. Um, and we maybe we'll we'll just have to revisit this another time. And I think that is a, an excellent point. Then we'll we'll agree to disagree. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm taking kind of a a strong subject there of believing in God or not believing God. But but if it comes to something like that, yes, we have to agree to disagree. Absolutely. And uh, but that that brings us to another point. Which and is, that, and that is, we never give up on on a subject that is important to us mm-hmm. in a relationship. That's a dividing wall. That's a hurtful place. That's that's a place of 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 impasse. We never give up. God clearly communicates to us that he never gives up on us. So why should we give up on the person that we're having this kind of a conversation with, especially on a spiritual realm? Uh, we can we can come back to it, you know, and 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 it and it doesn't have to mean that this is going to be a, a gigantic fight and it's going to be a battle. All it means is that okay, we've we've learned that we can respectfully disagree. We can have our tone and our way of of being respectful, uh, understood. And so, therefore, uh, let's talk some more about this. Mm-hmm. I look forward to the next time that we can get together and um, share our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Clear communication is kindness. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Marcus Bachman, 877-933-2484. We'll be right back. I'm Angela Smith, host of Reading the Bible Together. And have you ever read the book of Matthew? You know, at the very beginning when it has the whole genealogy of Jesus and read or tried to read through those difficult names and thought, who are these people? What what are their stories? You know, why are they listed here? In our next reading plan, we're going to be looking at five of the women in Jesus's genealogy. It's called Unexpected, Five Women in the Lineage of Jesus. We're going to take a look at Tamar, who was she? You know, what what is her story? We're going to look at Rahab and Ruth and Bathsheba and Mary, Jesus's mother. All the women who you're going to hear on the podcast have contributed to the study guide. You can get your hands on that study guide at myfaithradio.com and sign up. I sure hope that you'll do this study with us so that the next time you go and read Jesus's genealogy, you'll recognize some of those names and know some of those stories. You can get that study guide at myfaithradio.com, and you can listen to Reading the Bible Together podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm back with Dr. Marcus Bachman. We're talking today about clear communication. I think we all would love to do that. We would love that the message that we send is the same as the message that's received. And that's a wonderful moment where you say something and it's heard the way in which you intended it to be heard. And of course, we don't control that. 
because we can't control that. It's another person. So if we try to use clear words, eliminate vague words, and speak directly and give the other person the chance to uh, say back to you what they hear, that might be a good starting point for better, clearer communication starting as early as tonight, Marcus. So, Bill, I just want to make sure I understand what you uh, are saying about vacationing. Uh, I know okay, you don't want radio to... time right now. <laughs> you don't. Want... <laughs> I, I heard that you don't want to go backpacking. That's so correct of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bill, where would you like to go? Well, thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> I prefer my feet up on an ottoman on the beach somewhere. <laughs> there we go. All right. That's good. Yeah. That's direct. Yeah. See? That yep. works. I understand yep. you. <laughs> That's good. I like but if that. Clear communi- if clear communication is a skill, a lot of people might feel a little, uh-oh, uh, where did I learn the skills? Because the house that I grew up in had a lot of this and that, and yeah. uh, there was some unkind words that were often spoke, and there was some alcohol involved, and there was some anger, and there was some distrust. So where do I go learn this skill set? Help me. Uh, You're really defining why it's difficult for people at times. And I think that, you know, first of all, let's understand that. Um, If we grew up in a home, if we had parents that were not uh, quality communicators, and uh, really they didn't want to hear us and they were in charge or whatever the case may be. We need to understand that. First of all, awareness is huge. Awareness that uh, I need to work on this muscle group. Uh, Just like I need to go to the gym. I need to develop a certain muscle group. You do it by dailiness, weekly, uh, having the opportunity to find a safe place, to find a safe person, to be able to communicate with that person and and say, I, I, I am working on my communication skills. And I just want to make sure that in our relationship that uh, um, I'm heard and understood and that I'm understanding and listening to who you are. So can we practice that together? Can we do that in a small group? Can we do that in a Bible study? Can we do that in a way that um, I'm checking with you um, how uh, a good of a listener I am? Because I want to make sure that you're heard, but I'm also wanting to make sure that I'm communicating who I am, what I need, and what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's that, that you know there's there is a tremendous healing. There's a tremendous growth muscle building process in communication when we practice with somebody else and we've we've asked them we've uh expressed to them um this is who i am and this is what i need because i grew up without that as my backdrop i'm glad you have it and and people who have had this can be so thankful that they grew up in a safe environment of creating communication and having that as uh, like the back of their hand i mean mm-hmm. What what a nice gift, but we also need to be sensitive to others that have not had that same backdrop. And um, let's 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 talk about that. Let's be mm-hmm. able to uh, share to grow in in that muscle uh, development. And Marcus, if we're going to have a clear discussion, is it wise to talk about what the discussion is going to be about? Like we're going to have a, a what happened conversation. Or we're going to have a conversation about feelings now. 
or maybe we're just going to talk about our identity. Yeah, I I absolutely think that we need to um, first of all say pre- uh, a preliminary statements like um, feelings are, are are important and feelings need to be heard. Uh, mm-hmm. Opinions need to be shared and respected, and there needs to be some ground rules about um, the ability to talk and openly share. And uh, you know, when when we do that within our counseling realm of having groups, we talk about the ground rules. Well, that isn't so far fetched to not. Uh, why not? Why not do that with a relationship if there is difficulty? A hesitation if there's a wall there that people uh, don't feel safe enough to talk. Let's let's open up this conversation and have some preliminary ground rules shared. Um, I, I I'll say this real quickly uh, as I return from a, a trip with our family. We had some ground rules, um, <laughs> and it was extremely helpful. Okay, to have people understood what was to be expected. Uh, what the agenda was, but really the ground rules had to do with um, principal points of being respectful. I have five adult kids, and I specifically said, we're not going back to 20 years ago when you had your identity as the youngest or the middle child. We're all adults now, so let's be very mindful of uh, not having the drama and not having uh, bringing in uh, uh, sarcasm, and let's be very mindful of being. Uh, this is an important uh, vacation, and uh, let's make it successful. So great to have ground rules in that way. Great to do that in conversations with another person, especially if if they're um, don't have the backdrop of uh, having an environment growing up uh, that didn't have that. So. You described the ground rules very kindly. Did that go over well when you said discussed that with your adult children? It was amazing. Cool. Uh, because, you know, I think uh, especially when people take uh, a week or two off in their life, and uh, 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 I, I think they just realize that we want um, – this trip, we want a vacation that's going to be successful. And uh, I think people were, they, they recognized from faults before when we didn't have ground rules clarified that it didn't work out so well. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, uh, in this case, our, our, our adult kids were um, mature enough at this point to say, yeah, let's, let's do this right. Even though we can slip and if we slip, we're going to – it's it's interesting. Several times people said, remember the ground rules. <laughs> and it helped. It just, yeah. it just, it just encouraged everyone, okay, let's not, let's, let's not slip up here. Let's make this work. I think people appreciate uh, the security and the um, understanding of what um, uh, respectful and thoughtful – and caring approach is yeah. to having conversation. It certainly sounds like your clear communication was kindness, and I appreciate yes. the discussion, Marcus. Thank you for being on the show. Always good to be with you, Bill. Thank you so much. Dr. Marcus Bachman has been my guest. CounselingCare.us. 
We'll take a break and be back with Jeff Verdorn. We're continuing our study in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Be right back. Thanks for listening. Programming like this is made available through your support. Information available at MyFaithRadio.com.